0: Hi, everyone. I'm Abby Berger. Welcome to Let's Rethink This. I am back today. We took a little break last week, and I'm back today talking with Raya Mitchell. And Raya is a member at Independence Center. She initially got connected to services in 2012 and has been volunteering at the clubhouse ever since. She typically works at the front desk at the clubhouse and comes in about three or four days a week. So, we're going to be talking to her today about her experience being a member at Independence Center, what initially got her connected to services, and what she's up to now. So, let's welcome Raya. Hi, Raya. Hi, Abby. It's so good to see you. You too. So I kind of want to just start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe how you first got involved with Independence Center and a little bit more about your background. Okay.
1: Um, Well, I got started um, because of my BJC community support worker. She thought it was a good fit. And I came toured with my mom. We both loved the place and I've been coming ever since I, I did take a break for about a year because I had a baby. And, um, then my mom retired and she said that I do better when I come here. So she let me, she watches my daughter and I come here.
0: Nice. And so how, how were you connected with BJC initially? Like, did you have a mental health diagnosis where you went, went to BJC and said, Hey, I'm seeking services or what was that like for you?
1: I think I called like a hotline because I was suicidal and having other symptoms and, um, they, somebody called me back and then somebody came to me and, um, did like a little assessment. And then I was, I got started with BJC.
0: Cool. Well, I'm mm. glad that you could find some help. I mean, that's a scary Me too. To me. Yeah. Yes. What was going on in your life at that time? Like, how old were you? What, what were you doing? I was, in
1: my 30s, and um, I was living with a um, dead friend's parents, that was kind of weird, and um, just being at that house, I think, did not help, because I kept thinking I was seeing Chris, and it was weird. And my mom and I had a really rocky relationship. It's wonderful now. And I just got my depression really kicked in.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, losing a friend is a really traumatic experience. And yes, I can understand why you would be feeling that way during that time. So, I'm glad that you got connected to BJC. So, let's hear a little bit about you first coming to Independence Center. Did you go on a tour or get started right away, or was it a slow process? What did it look like for you?
1: For me, it was a slow process because I was getting teeth pulled and was embarrassed to come without my teeth. So, I waited. I actually toured like October or November, 2011, but didn't s- start coming on a regular basis till April, 2012, because I finally got my dentures and I got a tour from Steve name and me and my ma- mom, my mom just really loved the place. And I started right away.
0: Nice. So when you were a new member, um, what unit were you working in and what were you doing during the day
1: well when i very first started i was street level but i worked the snack bar upstairs i kind of liked that but i'm more of a computer person so i've gotten no a good majority of everyone I try to say everyone's name when they come in and greet them and smile even though we gotta wear masks
0: (laughs) and people can still tell though you can tell in people's (laughs) eyes yeah well that's cool so tell me a little bit about your experience kind of becoming a member where were you in a pretty bad state of depression when you first started and then like did that shift over time as you got more comfortable at the clubhouse? Yeah. Um, I, I had a psychiatrist when
1: I starting sixth grade on and he said, he thinks I've been depressed since I was two years old when my father was killed. Um, He was my entire world when I was two and he I was two and a half when he died and uh, he was my entire world and I just I've been depressed ever since. And then certain things, rapes and things like that happened to me starting in junior high and it just got worse.
0: Yeah. That's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. So you were in your thirties when you came into clubhouse and can you tell, so you were living at your, one of your friends who had passed away, his parents home. Yep. So were you meeting up with friends or family? Like what was your support network? What did it look like at that time?
1: At that time, I did not really have much support at all. Now I have the best support. Um, I really love the Independent Center. My mom loves the Independent Center. She has said that she's putting it in her will that some money is to go to the center when she passes away.
0: That must be pretty important to her then. well, that's, Yes, it is. That's awesome. Do you want to talk about a little bit about your relationship with your mom? Like you said, when you um, started services, you had a pretty rocky relationship. Do you think that coming to Independence Center and finding your niche and finding something to do with your time enabled you to have a better relationship with her
1: yes and um the support my mom can talk to people at the center when um she used to call and be like uh raya's doing such and such how do i handle it so that helped a lot and then um just me being able to be supported by friends that are here, the staff that's here helped me be better. And now I don't think our relationship could be any better.
0: That's so great. So when you were meeting people um, at Independence Center, how do you met other people that face the same issues as you prior in your life? Or was this really the first time that you were meeting other people who had had pretty serious trauma in their life and faced major depression?
1: Oh, I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one that felt the way I did. And then coming to the center and meeting people that have been through similar things, have similar symptoms. It was great.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure it was just very normalizing to be around other yes. people that have. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, that's good. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do now. So you're not working at the snack bar anymore, but you, uh, you still come to the clubhouse four days a week. Well, three, sometimes four days a week. So what do you do during that time?
1: I run the, well, I don't want to say I run the front desk, but in a way, I kind of do. I sign people in and out, receive packages, um, direct phone calls, try to be there for anybody that needs somebody to talk to. Um, that's pretty much my day. to Every day is being nice to anybody that comes in that door.
0: That's a pretty nice way to spend your day. Just being nice yes. to the people coming in the door. My cheeks hurt by the time I get home
1: from smiling so much. When <laughs> <I'm here. laughs>
0: That's good though. I'm glad. And so let's hear more about kind of the friendships you've formed. I know we just recently went to a wedding for yes. another member and that was really cool. And not many members, not many staff got to go to that ceremony and both of us were able to attend and it was really special and I think speaks to the level of friendship and the level of relationships that are formed at Independence Center. So, you know, do you have really established relationships now with people? What does that look like for you having those friendships?
1: Yeah, I was, I was honored to be invited to the wedding. Um, the member that got married, her and I, started in 2012 with within a few days of each other. And her and I clicked immediately when we met. And her and I run that front desk. We've been told we're the dream team. And, um, she, she's more like a sister to me than just a friend. Um, she's always been there. If I do get, start to get the depression going, she's always there to talk to me. Um, she told me good morning, have a good day this morning. She just texted me out of the blue and, uh, I just. I've made several friendships that I do believe are going to be lifelong friendships.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's so, it's so nice to have a community of people supporting you and encouraging you and just wishing you a good morning. You know, that's that's nice. So in addition to the clubhouse, how else do you support your mental health? Like, do you participate in groups do you still see a psychiatrist what does that look like
1: I see um Laura from I see health group she is wonderful I see her once a month and we talk it's great and she makes sure that my meds are working and I, in a way, I have two community support workers that are absolutely fabulous, and I don't know what I would do without either one of them. One of them um, has become more like a best friend. Her and I talk daily through um, whether in person or text or phone call. We talk daily and. She's, she's my rock.
0: I guess, what do you think is so different or just sets the clubhouse apart from any other program that you've been a part of? Um, I think
1: really that we can, I feel normal when I'm here. I feel like I have to be somebody else out of here because of the depression and everything. I always feel like I have to have a mask on my face and um, just hide anything mental because of the stigma. And uh, I really it feels normal here.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's probably just being around so many other people that face similar struggles. It probably makes it a little bit easier to
1: just
0: be yourself.
1: Yes, I, I can be me here and others can be themselves.
0: Yeah, that's so important. And it's crucial to knowing your, yourself and knowing your recovery process and, and working with your true self to get to where you want to be, because you're not going to be able to do that if you're pretending to be somebody else. Yes. So what, what would you say to somebody who is struggling with a mental illness and they're worried about the stigma? They're worried about what other people, Will think. What would you say to them about about finding support?
1: I have recommended the Independence Center to a lot of people or um, BJC because I, I I just love the BJC network in general. Uh, all my doctors are BJC, and uh, I really get feel supported from BJC I did not feel like I got supported by other doctors that were not BJC it I still kind of felt a stigma talking to those doctors and the BJC doctors seem to understand more and I can be me with them too and so I have told other people to um either come here or call. And, um, I talk about the center a lot. There's actually a staff member that was working for, um, another organization and, um, me and my community support at the time talked about the independent center so much that he quit his job and got a job at the center.
0: That's pretty powerful. You must've spoken really highly about it.
1: Oh, I do.
0: Well, that's awesome. So I want to ask you kind of my final question, which is one that I've asked everyone that's been on this podcast. And it is, if you could debunk one myth about mental illness, what would it be?
1: We are not lazy. We can do stuff if we have support.
0: Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, and I think it's I I think really that's applicable to everybody, whether or not you're struggling with a mental illness. Having the right support is crucial to our mental health. You know, it, it you don't have to have a serious and persistent mental illness to need support. Everyone needs support. Yes, and, and the people around them. So I think that's a really great point, and. You're right. People with mental illness uh, can do things and and will succeed um, with the right support. Yes. Well, it's been awesome talking with you today. Thank you so much for doing this interview. Um, I'm gonna. Put some information in the show notes for anybody listening. You can also visit our website, www.independencecenter.org, for a list of local and national resources. If you're struggling with a mental illness or know someone who's struggling and you need to find resources, go to our website to do that. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at Let's Rethink This Pod. And we post on that and put um, all kinds of information about our guests and upcoming episodes. So feel free to follow us there. And Raya, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm sure I loved it. All right. Well, I will talk with you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.